Hey, um, I'm going to start episode two of my new podcast to help me get more uh, viewers on stream as well as just get into podcasting in general. So basically, yeah, it's in the morning now. It's about seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, My kids are watching TV in the other room, so I hope there's no um, interference, but I'll try my best anyway. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to do another SATB, Soprano, Alto, Tenor, Bass. And I'm just going to compose on the fly, as the uh, theme of my podcast is, and go through some uh, music theory um, concepts. My throat is a bit sore. So I just take my staff paper, I divide it into four bars, first time I did my first podcast with the example in C major which is the easiest one because there's no sharps or flats and we have the cat that's on the counter and I have to get the cat off the counter so bear with me I'll be right back okay sorry about that we got the cat off the counter might get on the counter again I might have to stop this podcast but I'm getting used to the software it's pretty good software anyway it's called anchor and uh, pretty happy with it so far Hope it gets distributed around to all the platforms, and then I'll be very happy with it. But anyway, let's get on with the uh, recording here. So, we are. So, I said the first time we did it in C major, this time I'm going to pick a different key, another key I really like, which is D major. D major has two sharps the F is sharpened and the C is sharpened. So, I'm going to write that in the treble clef. Now, I'm going to write it in the bass clef. And there we go. Now we're gonna pick a chord progression. I have my trusty little keyboard here, so I can test out ideas. It's only about uh, two octave, so I'm limited to to what I can do, but uh, we'll use it and it will help me get a feel for how things sound in general. In future episodes, I, I hope to bring in my real piano, which is in our other house. But for now, we're in this different house, so I'm using this really cheap Casio SA46 and I just bought it Best Buy. It's pretty good. It does the job. Uh, it's loud enough. Has cool sounds. I just tend to use the organ sound, which is number 12, because organ is great for testing out uh, SATB stuff because there's no decay. See, there's no decay, so you could also you could also use a string sound, but uh, I just use the organ sound. It doesn't really matter at this point. Anyway. Let's get on with it. <clears throat> so I'm going to pick a chord progression here. So let's try this. Let's start with D major. What's the four chord? Let's do a one to four. Okay. So, and I'll I try to do um, for these examples two chords per bar, just to keep it simple yet um, harmonically moving along enough so it's interesting. Mm. Got my drink here, got my coffee going. That's okay. So we're doing one to four. And my intuition is do a one six. That's uh, the first chord in the one chord in first inversion at the beginning of the second bar. So be something like this. And then we could go to, we're not going to do any secondary dominance. We're going to keep it simple for this one, I think. We could go to 505. 
but maybe for my first episodes I'll keep it really simple. Uh, so from the one chord, we can go to the five chord, and then we can go to the two, five, one. Uh, we've got somebody going into the fridge right now. So, um, for the third bar, we have two, five, one. Okay? I might have to interrupt this because somebody is going in the fridge, and that's why I have constant interruptions. Hold on a second. Okay, sorry for the constant interruptions. I'm back again. And, okay, I said it. Here's the whole sequence. Really simple. Really straightforward. One to four to one in first inversion, five, two, five, one. And again, two, five, one, you learn is very common, whether it be uh, classical music or jazz music, pop music perhaps too, it's very common. Because <laughs> the two chord really likes to move to the five chord. You learn that after doing this many times. And especially the two, six chord likes to move to the five chord. Two, six being the two in first inversion. <laughs> so anyway, let's hit this. Oh, now we've got dogs barking too. I'm so sorry. I might have to stop this again. So, um, first we build the bass line. That's what I've been like, like, that's what I like doing these days. And then I'll talk about contrary motion soon, but let's start with the bass line. And for these examples, I want a pretty smooth bass line. So on the bass cliff, I want a D. Then it goes to the four chord, right? Mm, 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 mm. So the fourth chord could be in a root position like this. So we got D moving to G. <clears throat> then, because it's on the beginning of the second bar, we have the one chord in first inversion. That's an F sharp. F sharp is the third of the chord. It's really good to memorize all the stuff. And yeah, we have the dog. That is being very annoying and wanting to go out the back door. So I will let the dog out and hopefully it doesn't bark and I'll be back in one second. Oh, the dog is completely obnoxious. The minute I let the dog out, it starts barking and it's early morning, we can't be waking up the neighbors. So I have to hear the dog whine at the window because I know that once she gets outside, she's gonna start barking at everything. Okay. Um, took a sip of my juice, where was I? Okay. We're at the second bar, F sharp. F sharp leads nicely to a root position five chord. Woo! And that's very smooth voice leading. Okay, boo doo doo doo. We're gonna play it in a second, just the bass line. Then we have the two chord in first inversion. And in D, the two chord is E minor, right? But. Let's think about this. If the two chord is E minor, oh, I see. Then G will be, that doesn't make sense, does it? Oh, it does make sense, okay. G, oh, we have a G there and a G there. You know what I would like to do? Okay, so I'm gonna backtrack a bit, and this is interesting. This is why SATB is endlessly fascinating. I am gonna reverse that first five chord. I'm gonna put that in first inversion. Okay, so I'm gonna put that, the B being the bass. Oh shoot, F sharp, I did it wrong. Oh my God, no wonder. 
Okay, I made a mistake, so this is why it's really good. I'm sorry, the five chord is A. A6. Sorry, I was thinking the previous podcast where I was in the key of C, but the five chord in D major is A. So, let me think about this. We Yeah, we want a root position. A chord. So, we have the A note being in root position for that first five chord. I'm so sorry about that. Then we have the G being the bass note for the two chord in first inversion. And then the very last five chord before the one chord is A. So we pop back up to A for that second last chord. And then the very last chord, we want to be a D. And we want a perfect authentic cadence for these examples as much as possible. That would mean um, both both the uh, bass note and the treble note end on D to ver have a very final cadence sound to it. So I can actually fill out that top note in the treble clef being D for the very last um, <clears throat> note of the chord. Okay, so let's just play that bass line alone so you get a feel for it. So let's get our organ sound back because I keep turning this thing off. And here is, oh, by the way, I'm a very poor um, keyboard player. I'm more of a guitar player, but um, through these exercises, I'm getting better slowly. <coughs> and a side note is that I like discovering the last day or so that playing four part harmony, SATB, is hard. So I've been doing a lot of three point harmony because it's easy for me to hit one note with my left hand and using two fingers on my right hand. But if I use four melodies at the same time, it's just overload and I just can't handle it. So I tend to do three-part harmony. But for this example, I will make it four-part, but I will only play the three-part because that's basically all I can handle. And listening to me go through it will be very tedious because I'm a very slow player if it's four-part harmony. Anyway, let's just play the bass line. Here we go. Cool, did you hear that? Play it one more time. Okay, so that's the bass line. Pretty straightforward. You can hear the uh, harmonies on top coming together, I think. Well, let's do that right now. Now I'm gonna try to create um, contrary motion so uh, if the bottom notes are going in one direction, I want the top notes to go be going in the opposite direction. And so therefore, uh, let's try this just to be different each time. We'll put an A on top because I'm starting from the one chord. A is the fifth of D major. Then we have G, so we can move down to G. So we have unisons there okay g and g b then we have the the uh, one chord in first inversion so it's going in the other direction again so we could go back up to the a because again we want to move in contrary motion because that is pleasing many times 
and now we've got the A coming up closer so it'd be nice to in this case you know we could challenge ourselves a bit here let's challenge ourselves let's make this a 5-7 chord a 5-7 going to 2 so there if it's a 5-7 chord it would be a G at the top G is the seventh of the A major chord or the the five seven chord in this case then we are going back down and so we want to go back up again and I said that's E major I said it's E minor sorry E minor so we could go way up and have their B and B is the fifth of the chord it's the fifth of E minor okay mm -mm -mm, mm -mm -mm. Drinking, drinking, okay, A, then we want to come closer again because we have an A. So again, we'll have another G for the second last chord, and that's the seventh at the top, going down to a D. Okay, do you want to hear these two voices together? I will play them very slowly. two voices together the top voice and the bottom voice now let's do another voice in between the two voices and then I'll play that and again I know a lot of people who are advanced will know that I may run into parallel fifths or parallel eights but for these podcasts um, yeah I want to address those I just don't want to the podcast to get too long but let's see how this goes anyway okay so we have a D and an A. So if we want to spell out the chord, it would be nice to have an F. So I'm going to put an F there, an F sharp for the first one, right under that A. And I like to write the notes under each chord just so I know what I've spelled out. D, F, A. Okay. Then moving on, we have a G and we have a G. And then to spell out a G major chord, we definitely want that B to be there. Okay, so we got G, G, B. We'll ignore the fifth for now because we want that nice um, contrary motion going on. Then we have an F sharp and an A. And I guess it would be nice to have a D there because we really want a D because it is the uh, major. It's the, we need the D and a D chord. That's pretty self-explanatory. Then we have an A and a G. We want to have a C is the next most important. The third is always the next most important. And I can already see we have parallels, but we're just going to um, play these parallels for now and we'll fix it later. C sharp. Um, then we have... Then we have, for that two chord, we have a G and a B. And then we need an E. So an E could be here. We have more parallels. Wow, we have a lot of parallel fifths. Ha! <laughs> That's hilarious. That's three parallel fifths in a row. So I'm breaking 
uh, 18th century classical music rules, left, right, and center. But um, let's. I'm aware that I'm doing it, and I'm telling you I'm doing it, just so you know. Um, G, E, B, we spelled out that whole E minor chord, which is the two chord in first inversion. Then we have an A and a G chord. And we have another pair. Wow. Awesome. So many parallel fifths in a row. Just breaking rules left, right, and center. Amazing. I can totally fix this. <coughs> Sorry. Um, then finally, we're just going to spell out that very last chord. And I'm going, oops. <coughs> Sorry, I've had allergies <coughs> lately. They've been pretty bad. Um, it's the season. Okay. Okay, I'm going to play this example with all the parallel fifths blatantly showing. But you'll hear the harmony anyway. Okay, here we go. So I made one little mistake. Let me start again. Okay, here we go. So we got this here. Um... Sorry, sorry, sorry. So made a big mistake there. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Sorry about that mistake there at the second or third last chord. Okay. So as we can see, we have lots of parallels we have to fix. So let me fix those parallels right now. How can I fix them easily? I don't know how I can easily fix them. It's because we have the first parallel in that second chord we have the F and the C then we have a C and a G right so what we want to do is how so this is all we're gonna add the E to that chord and then we're gonna add so we're making this more of keyboard style okay for now and C Wait a second, we can't do that either. Uh, what can we do here? E. Oh boy. A, C. Do, 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 do. How can we avoid parallels there? I guess we have to put the C. We have to make it uh, four part. <clears throat> so that for that first five seven chord we have a c e g then we can go back to a fifth for this one and then we can go sorry for the two six chord that's okay now we've got to have do the same thing with that second last five chord we've got to have a c and then uh, e 
E and G down to there. And let's do that. Okay, so. Maybe what I'll do is, since I'm not a great player, I'll play them in um, arpeggios, okay? If that is okay? If that is okay. So we have the D, we have an F, A. Okay, so I've gone back to the beginning here, spelled out the first chord, which is D, A, F sharp, A. Then we have G, B. Um, do, 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 do. We want to avoid parallel fifths, so... Let's put the B in the bottom. I'm really changing everything up. Okay, so for that second chord, we have G, B, and then we're gonna have a D at the top for the, that's this voice here. So spelling out the second chord will be G, B, D, G, okay? Then the third chord will be F, and then I guess we could stick an A. Like that. Okay, so we got F sharp, A, D, A. Okay, then we have, for that fourth chord, we have A, C sharp, E, and G. So that's all there. Then, for that third last chord, which is the two chord, we're gonna have an, a G, should we stick a B there? G. We have the E, we have the B. We could even make it a, a six five chord. So if we had a C, okay. I'm getting a little advanced now. Oh, wait a second, that is not. They would be the D, I'm sorry. The D is the seventh of the two chord. So here we go, we have D there. How are we moving in parallels? I don't know. We've got G, we've got D, we've got E, and we've got B. So we've spelled out an entire uh, E minor seven chord with the G in the bass being the first inversion. <clears throat> and then we have a five seven chord, which is straightforward. A, C, again, C sharp, E, and G. And then moving to a one chord, which is D, A, F, D. Mm. Now let us play it together. I'm going to play it in arpeggio version. Bear with me here. Yeah, that sounded harmonically good. So what I did in the last one, I ran out of octaves, so I had to put the F sharp at the top. But if I had a piano with a bigger octave range, I would have gone to that higher D. Okay, so after I do this, I really like to um, write the octaves down to see if there's any obvious 
um, parallel eighths or um, fifths because it's always good to spot those and to know when you're using them whether you want to use them or not is your choice but uh, just be hyper aware of them because generally if you don't have them it's a much much fuller sound okay so let us uh, spell it out so the D the A that's a fifth A A wait a second A to F yeah, A to F is a six, and six are beautiful. Then we have a three. Threes and sixes are always the best. So five, six, three, and then we're moving to a three. This is uh, the second chord, which is a G major. We have a three, the B to a D. B to D, B to D. That's a tenth, right? Then we have a fourth on top, okay. Then we have a third, because that's F to A. That's for the third chord, which is a D major with F sharp on the bass. Anyway, F to A is a third. Then the A to D is a fourth. And then the D to A, we have a fifth on top. Because F, sorry, I'm sorry, D to A is a fifth. It's always good to quickly spot these uh, intervals quickly. It helps a lot in composition. Okay, now we have a A to C. That's a beautiful third on the bottom. Then we have a C to an E. That's a tenth. In this case, it's a tenth. Tenth and a third are the same thing. Tenth is just the same thing, but an octave higher. Uh, then we have a third. So we are good. Then we have <clears throat> G to D. That's a fifth on the bottom, okay? Um, the animals are fighting. Okay. And then we have D, hold on a second here. D to E, that's kind of a, a two, or two and sevens are kind of, two and nines are sort of the same thing. But anyway, in this case, it's a two because it's D and E. That's okay, very dissonant interval, but uh, it's okay in this case and then we have a five on top which is the G to B is that right that's for E to B that's a five on top but that's okay because the one before did not have a five in it then we have the very second last chord uh, we have a third then we have the C going to an E that's a tenth and then we have a third on top and that's pretty good then finally we have a fifth and then that A to F is a sixth and then we have another six so five six six so intervallically from what I can see it works out there's a further analysis you can do by checking each voice to each voice like say take the very bottom voice and check it to the third those are finding hidden Hidden into a hidden parallel fifths. Should I look for those? It gets really complicated. And the animals are fighting and scratching and stuff like that. Okay, maybe I should stop this and get the animals to stop fighting. But I think I'm just gonna leave it there for today. Want me to play through one more time? No.
See the dogs barking. I'm so sorry about that. No, Luna. No, quiet. Okay. I mean, I could do analysis like that, but I don't think I will. Uh, voice to voice. Okay. Mm. Let's play through one more time. That's it basically. Okay, thanks for watching and I'll talk to you later. Bye.